Welcome, everyone. This is our initial episode for I Roll Die with a little help from my friends. Uh, I'll be your DM for this session and story arc. I'm Bob. Here in our studio here is my lovely wife, Kate. That is me. And you will be playing who? Kylon. She is a ranger and a half-elf. Next, we've got Susan. Hello. I'm Susan. I'll be playing Ari. Uh, she is a wood elf cleric, and she's going to get us into a lot of trouble. That sounds like a lot of fun. All right, moving across the country, we've got Jake. I'm Jake, and I'm Udik of Nowhere. I'm a human, kind of rough and tumble young guy. Uh, he's that kid in like high school where it's like he had a great heart, right? But you knew he was trouble and like lived in a trailer park and stuff, and he was the guy you went to if you were in trouble but couldn't tell your parents. That guy, <laughs> that's who I'm playing. All right. And Sarah. Also in the same studio with Jake, uh, I am playing Martini Whiskers. She is a tabaxi druid, mm. and she is all things magical and wonderful. Awesome. I don't mind if you guys all talk, you know, kind of, at the same time, there's no turns, per se, until we get into combat. To our audience out there, you know, we're, we're, we're telling a story, we're having fun. There's, you know, there will be some rule lookups, and we're going to try and edit as much of that stuff out of it is, because we want, you know, to keep the story coherent. But, you know, if we're, if we're not playing by the 5th edition, per se, rules, and we make it up, it's a little more homebrew, you know, don't add us for that. That's, you know, we're just here to tell our story and have fun. That being, also, I'm a brandy new baby. Go easy on me. Yeah, we got new players. We got a new DM. We've got some experienced players on board, and uh, we're just here to have some fun and tell a story. So let's get into it. Our story opens in the kingdom of Adira. This is a land of magic and monsters. Adventure and legends. And if things work out, we may be witnessing the birth of some new ones. There has been a relative time of peace. Some races still strive for war, and others seek adventure. But the kingdom has kept a balance that has allowed most of its citizens to achieve lifelong dreams or a well-deserved respite. But, with the fantastic in the world, there are those out there that wish to explore the dark and insidious, and those who just can't abide by the rules. Which will our adventure follow? Let's find out together. Our story opens on a small apothecary shop in the far northern region of Adira. Past the elven forest, this mostly human town is also home to one family of Tabaxi, who run this shop that supplies all of the local adventurers. Mostly these are wannabes, but they keep the tooth and claw apothecary in business. Quite busy, actually. The shop, which smells of sage and char, chemicals and cleansers, Candles dimly light the shop that gives this atmosphere a shaman's hut feel. 
bustling downstairs, we hear several patrons milling about and bargaining with the keepers. Upstairs, however, is where our story begins. Sarah, what is your character doing on a bustling morning in the shop? You're upstairs in your family's quarters. I would I would be upstairs, you know, preparing for the day, getting my apron on, you know, making sure that I've eaten my breakfast and that all of my things are in a row as far as the back office type things. And I would probably head down to the uh, shop shortly thereafter. While you're heading down the stairs, you actually hear, Martini, your presence is required. Coming. Just a moment. (laughs) And I'll go bustling down the stairs. What's going on? What happened? Well, she's in the middle of helping a client as you come down the stairs. He's cloaked. You overhear their conversation. Madam, it is essential that I get the clove tail root for this potion. Good sir, I told you that I can get that for you in a week's time. Our stock's currently dry of this root, and quickest I can replenish is when our traders return next week. Now, Sarah, you know, Teeny knows, that clovetail root is the thing that keeps your family in business. Mm. It's, It's an herb that is essential to the health potions that most of these wannabe adventurers Used. Got it. So you have, like, a private area where you know that that grows, but your mom is telling them that it's going to be a week's time or so before this happens. Gotcha. My good sir, I overheard the conversation that was to be had here, and I wanted to see if there was something that I could be of assistance with. How quickly do you require that close tail? Our... Guild moves out tomorrow. We're going deep into the Fey area and to the north of the mountains, and we require this route. Tomorrow is move-out day. I was assured that this apothecary establishment was able to provide it. And your mom cuts in and kind of puts her hand in front of you, looks down at you and says, Young one, your place is to take this package to the post for your father. This is completely abnormal. She doesn't talk to you like that. <laughs> Understood, Mother. I will um, take that right away, and I will come right back. This guy is, is notably upset and, like, throws his list of apothecary needs on... It's a scrap of parchment that's been crumbled up and, like, just kind of throws it and goes... <laughs> Well, I shall return at some point and just kind of runs out of the shop. (laughs) I kind of give my mom the side A and I say, what on earth was that? These wannabes are going to get themselves killed going into the mountains. We will not be a part of this. Ah, okay. I apologize. I I didn't quite realize. The parchment roll uh, that was thrown kind of rolls off the counter and falls next to the package that your mom has placed there. I kind of slyly take the package, but then scoot the the parchment underneath it and take it with me as well. So you head out? I do. And I am probably going to deliver the package as requested, but then go and see if I can find the clovetail root that is required. Cool. Uh, Do I happen to see the gentleman and can I inquire about where he's perhaps staying or something? He is walking around the corner of your shop. You might be able to call out for him. Good sir, good sir. 
I apologize. Do you have a moment? And I go running after him. <laughs> yeah, he, he turns around and you caught his ear. I can get you that clovertail root, I promise. I just need a few minutes. Outside of your knowledge, it'll take you about a, the rest of the day to get there, get it, and you could have it tomorrow. Sorry. Okay. I could get it to you by tomorrow morning if you can tell me where to meet you. We are staying at the local guild hall. And, and that's when you notice on his gauntlet there is the marking of the alabaster rabbit. Mmm. Very well, sir. I will make sure to get it to you. At dawn, at, at the latest. That would be that would be wonderful. A week's time was was far out of our our commander's time frame. Absolutely, I will make sure to deliver it myself. I'm assuming you deliver the package. Yes, and then I go about trying to get to my kind of secret hideaway where that I know that that route yeah. is. So the family has a glade that they are aware of just outside of town. So this town is actually just on the edge of the elven woods that tensions have been pretty high about just to give you that background but your family kind of just skirts the edge of that mm -hmm. katie can you roll me a d4 so teeny travels out into the elvenwood glade and uh where she knows that her parents collect this root you can give me a perception check Well, that was a good roll. All right. That is a 25. Oh, damn. <laughs> Apparently my dice are Oh, saved. damn. Okay. Well, you <laughs> notice that someone has been in this glade lately. And unfortunately, you can also see that there are, you know... <sighs> you also know their name, number. And yeah, their... yeah. Like, <laughs> I... I, I <laughs> um, you... I say, unfortunately, <laughs> because begins. I'm trying to set things up here. <laughs> you can clearly see tracks that people have been walking, that someone has been walking through here. You can see that there have been multiple people in this area. Does it look like people are disturbing the route? Like, are they, does it seem like that's why they're there or? Not particularly the route, but there is a mm. small trail that you have seen that, wildlife will take throughout this glade. Okay. Roll me an well, another odd. perception check. 16. Okay. So what you have found are two traps. They're snares. And they're set up in and around the mm -hmm. root area that you would normally pull these from. Is there a check to, like, harvest the roots. I, I'm trying to think of what that would be. It would either be, like, a nature check or a medicine okay. check. I would assume yeah, whichever, one whichever, two. Oh, maybe or whichever, survival. Whichever one you would yeah. you'd have higher in. Because you do this normally. Okay. Then survival, for sure. Okay. Let me do that. That is 12. Katie, roll a d20. Okay. Roll a dex check, Sarah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh that's not good. <laughs> uh, four. <laughs> okay, you do not test uh, Katie's snare. Um, so you are, you've found the third trap that had been set, 
out of four traps that have been set in this area. And you go flying up in a snare, pulled up by your ankle. That is when you hear some rustling from a good 50 feet away. Uh, There's like a little bell or some sort of notice on the snare that goes off when you go flying up in the air and you clearly make a commotion. (laughs) And uh, that is when you see a young half-elf come out of the woods and you, Kate, and your character's name is Kylon. Kylon comes out into the woods and is has been wa- looking for poachers. Hmm. What's your business around here? Goodness, you gave me a fright. That was quite bad. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm in a bit of a pickle, as you can see. It might be perhaps a bit better to converse when I'm not hanging from midair. Well, uh, I made that there pickle, so uh, oh. you want to explain <laughs> yeah, what you're doing okay. near my house? Near your house? Good lord. Uh, well, nothing near your house intentionally, I promise. I am merely trying to get some of that root there. Uh, I, I, I am an apothecary. Oh, an apothecary. Interesting. Yes, I, I heal people. I, I help people. Yeah, I know an apothecary is, thanks. So, I've got a squirrel back here with an injured leg. How about you hook me up with some salve for that, and uh, I'll cut you down. Absolutely, positively would help, yeah. So I cut her down. <laughs> uh, but you, uh... Alright. So this is your land right here? That you're digging up? Uh, it is it is in the elven territory. You are in in the woods. Bit of a gray area, I suppose. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh but that's neither here nor there because nobody really touches it. I was super surprised to even see anyone out yeah, there. Yeah, well, a lot of the wildlife in this wood touches it. Hence the snares uh, I'm trying to let them eat their own stuff. So, uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, I try to look out for the little guys over here because uh, a lot of. Well, that's very sweet. A lot of uh, people and apparently Tabaxi are uh, (gasps) taking up all their stock and eating, you know, all the things that grow here that the animals rely on. Aww. Well, you said something about an injured squirrel. Can Can I see the squirrel or is it, you know, too scared to be dealt with? Yeah, yeah. I got it in my house. You follow me. Okay. And I trudge along after her. On your, I'm assuming a half-elf walks kind of slowly. On, so on your of, way you know, back, both of you make a dex save. Help me out. Uh, thir- D20 13. Plus... plus two. Yeah. 13. Mine was a 13. What? Oh, jinx. <laughs> oh. Um, so, both of you, at that point, everything kind of goes black. You are caught up into a net, but that is at your point where that's what you remember at this point. End scene. Um, Fabulous. What? Well, fuck. Well, fuck. Starting off strong. <laughs> You guys did great. 
<laughs> Real great. Ari, you have been summoned to the northern elven woods. They have several steeds that have come into their choir, and they were in need of someone to train them, break them, and make them part of their forces. And this has been a couple days ago. Your presence and your skills have been requested in the northern elven woods, and so you're on the trail coming towards the elven woods. Uh, You've turned north on the trail, which is the last kind of stretch along there. The vegetation is starting to come up, and you see, coming around the, the bend in front of you, you see a horse and a cart. It's got three or four human men, kind of grimy, and the horse is moving. The, the cart is it's barely staying on the road, kicking up dust, trailblazing. It is moving. It is moving really fast and not really safely, even. And as you're passing it, in the back of the cart, what you're seeing is this, like, cargo net. You can see, like, a large arm sticking out of the back of it, and it almost looks human. Someone, like, been captured in a fishing net kind of thing, and they almost push you off the road. It is your turn. What do you do? Um, So initially, as I'm seeing this thing barrel towards me, I just kind of begin to step off the road in one fluid motion. I'm pretty used to dealing with crazy drivers Mm -hmm. as much as I travel. And so I'm a little bit um, kind of under the tree line as they pass. And Ari, like I I watch out almost from under my eyelashes, this huge eyes just follow them. And when I notice the that there may be some sort of prisoner or something on board, it strikes me as very odd, given the location and timing. This doesn't seem like a standard jail transport or uh, like something that the law has. Mm-hmm. No, the, these are, are definitely not lawmen. They're not like harriers or anything, but they definitely have the look that they don't belong. Then I am immediately uh, concerned. I look, I look the direction that I'm supposed to be going and then I looked at the direction that the cart is going and I kind of roll my eyes and I'll take off after the cart but I'll stay in the tree line to the shadows and I'm mostly I think I'll so I'm carrying my falcon on my shoulder I don't know if you'll allow this because mm-hmm. I, I literally just said that it doesn't have any powers or anything and it, <laughs> it doesn't but what I would like to do should the DM allow is I'd like to send the falcon forward just so that I have something I can see like it can fly above give me it. A, a, give, give me a d20 yeah. roll. We'll consider this kind of just like yeah, a luck roll. Uh, that is going to be a 13. That is in your favor. Uh, so as it's coming, the as I said, it's coming around the bend. Um, the guy kind of misnavigates the turn a little bit. It hits a, a rock, and the right rear wheel kind of oh. bucks and comes loose. And the back corner of the cart kind of starts scraping along the road. It's, clearly, they are trying to keep going, but it's it's not going to happen. So uh, I can move fairly quickly, so I'm hoping uh, to catch mm-hmm. up to it. Uh, and when I'm about... 30 or 40 feet away, I will I will make sure I'm well obscured, and I'm going to start approaching quickly but quietly through the trees. 
Well, dang it, Keith, I told you that, that we were not going to be able to... Uh, what, what did you even catch anyway? Dude, I don't even know. It, the, the trap went off, and all of a sudden, the... I don't... We were looking for a... a a canine of some sort that's been roaming these woods with that. And I think it's a cat. I think there's a giant cat in there. Well, why, why are we doing, you know, you hear muttering and they keep, they continue fighting amongst each other. I, I want to try to peer into the car and see what they're talking about. Is this some animal that they've caught? This seemed like a, a sentient creature's body when I first saw it. Yeah. Uh, give me an investigation check. Or a stealth check. Uh, whichever whichever one you're hiring. What is my stealth? Um, they're the same. So it's going to be okay. an 11. As you're getting closer, you step on a, a, a branch and it snaps. The two of them kind of look in your general direction. They, they haven't seen you yet, but there's definitely... They're alert. Okay, I will say... So I'd like to take a breath. So I have... Um, something called Mask of the Wild, which is a, I think a, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a race feature. It is. Um, so I can attempt to hide even when I'm only lightly obscured. And okay. so I would like to try to center myself and use the surround, surrounding environment to mm-hmm. just disappear from their view. But I also, I want to stay close to them. I don't want to lose. Is, the, is there a check on it or is it just something um, that you can do? It would be, a, I guess it would be a check to hide, which would be stealth again. Um, okay. But that may, like, that may affect any, like, you could give me a bonus or give me advantage, or you don't have to. You would advantage on it with that. Okay, great. I'm using digital dice, and they're take a minute to get used to. Oh, come on. It's going to be a six. <laughs> well, they... Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Eleven. It's an eleven. Oh, I forgot to add 11. my modifier. Oops. Okay. Okay. Well, they don't see you, but they're definitely investigating because... They broke down. They kind of stopped. And did I get did I get a look at what's in the cart or not? It, you definitely saw a humanish hand. Okay. Well, in that case, as soon as I know that I can't, as soon as they are onto me and I see that, um, mm-hmm. I bristle, and I say, I say to myself, "This is ridiculous." And so I'll I'll stand up and walk right out of the woods, and I'll confront these two guys. <laughs> And I will say, are you two crazy? These are not animals you have in the back of your cart. These are people. Where'd she come from? I, I don't know. Never you mind. It doesn't matter where I came from. You have people in the back of your cart Pe- and it is people, unacceptable. That would, not, that, you must release them now. I, what we have in our cart is none of your business, little miss. I beg to differ. Um, and I will uh, I'll pause and I'll start to I'll kind of soften and I'll try a different tack and I'll say... I beg to differ. I I actually am looking for some people in these woods. So what if we bring them out and I'll see if we can see what we see. It would be a great favor to me. And I uh, start channeling my my kiddo. My, oh, like I, I really need, you, need some help. You want to see what's in our cart? Well, I think they might be my friends. <laughs> Bluff check. I'm just lying. Bluff check. Just making everything up. Uh, so... Persuasion? Yeah, persuasion. Okay. Not deception. Or, 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 or however you want to do it. Are you deceiving or are you... Damn. Yeah, no, you're I'm deceiving. trying to persuade him. Oh, yeah. well. Oh. What do you want? 
Let's do deception. Damn. Okay. Well, that's going to be a seven. I need to start using real dice. <laughs> this is just going catastrophically. The digital dice are not on your side today. It's okay. It's it's better this way. This is this is going to be pretty on brand for Ari. So, you friends, we we you're coming from the wrong direction, little miss. We we just well, not mind you where we came from. It that none of your your, your business. Uh, why why don't you just skedaddle and 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 we'll we'll get on our way as soon as moron here fixes the wheel. Uh, in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. <laughs> no, no, I'm not leaving. I would like to see what you have in the back of your cart, or maybe I can go back to town and tell them that you were not cooperative with me in my very important, totally official investigation. Uh, <laughs> why can't? Come on, it's gonna be great. Keith, get get her, and, and we'll we'll get on to way too. We'll figure. Keith does come at you. He goes to grab you, so that, that'll be a strength check, a grapple check. Okay, so I can also make a dex saving yep, throw. Dex right? save. Yep. Come on, digital dice. Alright, so that is going to be a 17. Ooh, that's pretty good. I'm a slippery little fish. Let's see. There it is. I'm also going to yell. In... <laughs> he, he actually does get a hold of your wrist. Okay. And you're you're going to come with us because you've you've seen too much. You don't you you're too newsy for your own good. Can I attack him? Yeah. Uh, as I go, so I unsheath the dagger immediately. It's like one of those long daggers that's oh, up shit. my um. It's like up my calf in a boot, and I'm uh-huh. gonna yell uh to the figures in this cart, and I'm gonna say, "You guys awake in there? I could use some help." And I'm gonna take a swing at him. Okay. Uh, roll. So that will be a 14 to hit. That does hit. Okay. And then he will take, oh, well, and I guess if this is, if we're in initiative, yeah. then this is two-fighted handing. So he'll take five slashing from the first one. Well, he he has your wrist. Oh, okay. So just the, just the one then. Okay. He'll take five Yeah, it'll just be the damage. one. Or piercing. I'm sorry. Five piercing. Okay. He, he screams up. Keith, she's got a... She stabbed me! And I'll say, back off. I just want to see if these are my friends. <laughs> he does let go of your wrist. He what? He does let go of your wrist when you okay. stab him. I immediately am the perfect child again. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I will... I'm holding the knife, but I'm holding it very delicately, and I'm looking at him. But what I say is, hello in there, can you hear me in the cart? Are you all right? Roll a d20. Roll. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I don't... Oh, gosh. I rolled five d20s. I don't want five of them. <laughs> I just want one. Roll it again. Okay, there. <laughs> I have four advantages. <laughs> I had to just get my regular dice out, but I thought they'd be too loud. Okay, 14. Yeah, we're fine with it. 14, you get through the... Sarah, you uh, actually hear someone calling, hey, or whatever, whatever Susan just said, so... Susan, what did you say? I said, hello, hello in there. Can you hear me? Are you all right? You are in I, this I, net. You are... Basic- am I trapped with this, this half-elf? Yeah, uh, you can... It's kind of hard to figure out what you're, <laughs> what you're feeling because you're in a net. Um, okay. You can roll survival and see if you can get out. Yeah, let me try and do that. 
and while I'm trying to get out. Okay, that's a nat 20. Oh, she, you claw right through that. Fucker. Just saying. <laughs> so, and then you are I, cl- free. I claw right through it. Yeah, okay. So, so, what you, so what you see in this moment is, do, Susan, do you still have your knife out? Oh, yeah, I'm holding it. I'm like, <laughs> I can't even uh, describe it very well. I'm holding it like horizontally and just uh-huh. like holding it up almost like I'm displaying it, but just kind of spinning it slowly. <laughs> so there is blood on it. Oh, yeah. And the guy is like holding his, his rib with his opposite hand. He's freaking out. And you see... Des- describe your character, Sarah, or uh, not? Uh, I, um, d- sorry, uh, Susan. So Ari is quite quite slight. She is, I don't know, I am. She is about five four. She weighs like somewhere between one hundred and one hundred and twenty pounds. She's very slight, and everything about her it suggests like tall wheat or tall grass. Like her her hair and her clothing and her skin are all kind of in the same category of like brown and um. Her cloak almost seems like, you know, when wheat gets, the wind blows over it and has that like shimmering quality. It's all made of all this kind of stuff. And um, she's just very, very elusive, uh, almost like a shadowy kind of green color. (laughs) (laughs) Quick pause. Yes. Am I seeing all this stuff happening? You are still unconscious. Oh, I'm unconscious. Oh! Cool. Um, Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, actually, make a roll a d20. Constitution. Yeah, saving constitution throw. save. Oh, that's a two. <laughs> oh, no. Nothing. So unconscious. She okay. is so unconscious. Um, so How's your first game going? First game. <laughs> See, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty much nailing it. It's going great. It's going like everyone else's first game. Uh, <laughs> so, Sarah, what you see is... This that. this young young girl of wheat, as it were, uh, the guy holding his side, <laughs> where he was clearly just stabbed. His you can see the the blood pooling up on his shirt, and behind you is the guy still on the horse cart, like where where he would be driving. Um, he's turned around towards you, and he notices that you're conscious now. He starts scrambling towards the back. It is your turn currently. Okay, the first words out of my mouth are, <laughs> I promise I was just trying to dig up some root, and I my ha- the hair on the back of my neck bristles up. I go, like, well, jumping... Your, de- sorry, describe your character, because... I am a six foot seven, 130-pound, uh, very slight tabaxi with gray uh, fur. I am kind of dressed in this... I don't know, like a shopkeep garb. I'm wearing like just like, you know, a standard apron and have like, you know, a satchel on my back, that sort of thing. But I look very like town folky, you know. But yeah, the hair bristles on the back of my neck and I jump off the cart and I kind of back away from everyone. And I'm like, can someone please explain what is going on? Um... I'll see her emerge, and mm-hmm. I will say to her, "Is there someone else in there with you? Are you both all right?" And I'll and like my eyes will flip back the, by, over to the guy. By the way, huh? that is not the arm that you saw. 
Uh, okay, that's fine. I'll I'll say the yeah. same thing. Um, yeah. Just trying to put her, put her at ease or make this kind of a, a give and a take conversation so that I'm not a threat. <laughs> says but the as person I, holding a knife. Says, as I'm twirling my bloody knife. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll my eyes will flip back to this cart driver and I will say, do you see now? They're not animals. And so our understanding is resolved and you should be on your way. And I have this like kind of crazy <laughs> look yeah. in my eye. Doozy who got s- stabbed. You convinced him. He's like, uh, and like pulls the net off the back of the cart. <laughs> Kate, make another check. <laughs> oh God. What? Be awake. Well, Be awake. As you hit the ground from the back of the cart while the whole net is being pulled off, you are drawn conscious. And he goes, let's get out of here. We're not even supposed to be anywhere near here anyway. And like the cart, despite it's dragging the back corner, they go to try and leave. Does anyone try and stop them? Ari doesn't care. She's more concerned with these two people in front of her. I go to the net and try to make sure that my acquaintance, for lack of a better term, is okay. So the the cart, they go to get away, and the net is moving now. I go and open the net and kind of try and help her out. The girl uh, who trapped you. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know better. I'm just a simple town folk seriously trying to run an apothecary right now. (laughs) So I assume I'm rousing. You are rousing. Oh, God. So I'm kind of, uh, initially I'm watching from about 10 feet away. I'm obviously there if you need me, but I'm observing. I haven't haven't made a motion towards you. Oh, God. Hey, hey, ma'am, are you okay? Hey, Kitty Claus, you want to cut me out of here? Oh, that's not my name. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and I just start, like, digging her out of it. <laughs> that's not offensive or anything. <laughs> Thanks. As you guys are struggling with the net, a crumbled piece of parchment, Susan, you notice, falls out of the tabaxi's bag as as mm-hmm. they're dealing with the net. Okay, do, is it near enough for me to, like, does it roll over to me, or do I need to go? You would have to get a little bit closer, but it's, it's within your movement range. Okay. I'll I'll kind of wander towards them, um, appearing, you know, to be assessing the situation. Mm-hmm. I will kneel down and, and pick it up, and un, uh, I'll pause, okay. and I'll look uh, at it. What you see is, as you uncrumple the thing, is the parchment that I had sent you in your email? To be honest, Ari, Ari is not particularly interested in this. Would you like me to read it out loud or just... Yes. I mean, that's up to you. So uh, for the audience, uh, it says wanted. Small town in search of new adventurers for convoy escort to Capital Castle. 10 gold up front, 40 gold on delivery. So Ari reads this and I... I, I have no real need or want of work in particular, and so I'll approach uh, Teeny and I'll say, this came out of your bag. I will say, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to uh, be able to make this uh, client's demand. I need to get him some healing potions. Hmm. 
Can can you can can we back up just a moment though? And can I ask you know did did you stab that person on my behalf? I have been holding the knife the whole time, and I look at it and I realize there's still blood on it. Because <laughs> I'm just like so taken aback. I'm like, uh, I need to step away from this person. So I quickly I whip out a cloth and I like start like wiping down the knife, but like I'm trying to put it on the other side of my body from Teeny as if I will hide it somehow while I'm wiping it down. <laughs> I say, oh, um, you know, he just needed a little persuading that you were people and not animals. And Kylan just raises an eyebrow. And so I just spoke to him in a language he understood. And then we we understood each other and it was fine. But let's we just not worry about that. And I'll look at Kylan and I'll say, are you all right? I mean, I've been better, but I'll live. It's fine. Thanks for rescuing us, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> and I'll say, well, uh, it seems to me that people shouldn't own other people. And you didn't seem like brigands or like you were on your way to jail. And so I thought I'd investigate. And here we are. Well, yes. I appreciate it. Then I extend my hand for a handshake. I'll, yeah, I'll shake and your And so hand. did you hand the parchment back to Teeny? I did. Teeny, that writing on... The, so, so you finally see the wanted and all that stuff on the other side was clearly the mm-hmm. other side because the list of stuff that the guy was looking for was there. But this was not on the back of mm-hmm. that parchment when you picked it up. Mm. So I, I kind of pause for a moment. Huh. That That's odd. This this was just a list a moment ago. And did you, did you draw, did you write this? And I kind of like give it back to Aria, and I'm like, did you write this part? Oh, I shake my head. Uh, no, I just, it fell on the ground, so I just picked it up. What do you mean it was a, it was a list? This isn't the paper that you had before? I can absolutely say with confidence it, it isn't. And I kind of point to the list on the back and say, this was the only mm. thing that was on it. Mm. I thought. I shrug. Huh. I, I don't know what to make of it. Very well. I kind of look back at Kylon at that point. Well, that was incredibly odd. <laughs> are are you all right? Yeah, I have a couple bumps and bruises, but I'm used to it. I, it's like, where's my house? Can I go home now? Give me a survival check, Kate. Twenty plus four. Yep. No, no, no dice down. She's throwing her dice at the floor. Eighteen. Eighteen. You know, generally, this is not. You are on the other end of the Elven Woods, almost close to what they call the Forbidden Wood. You've been you've traveled quite far, probably a good four hours, which is approximately how far Ari is to her destination of the Elven Kingdom, where you lived on the outskirts of. So you guys are quite far away from your actual destination. Probably would take you to the rest of the day to even travel that back. But we're all collectively kind of heading the same direction. You don't know that. Gotcha. But you know where you are generally. Right. Okay. Great. Well, Ari will say, well, friends, uh, hail and well met. If you if you think that you will be fine for the rest of your journey, I'm good. I need to to continue forward. I'm on an errand and I must go. As am I, although I'm a bit turned around. Uh, where are you trying to get to? I can help you find it. <laughs> <laughs> not even not even a maybe like I know where it is. <laughs> uh, Kylan, do you do you, do you happen to remember? where we're supposed to be and i just look completely dazed (laughs) 
So I assume... Oh, by the way, you can talk. tell us what your character looks like. Of course, please. We never did that. Oh, yeah. Kylon is 5'10", about 150 pounds, relatively lean, hmm. muscular, not in a, like, bodybuilder kind of way, but obviously does a lot of manual labor kind of way. So, like, kind of a medium build, probably. So I'm assuming I'm super familiar with these woods, and at this point I've been able to find my bearings, and I know we need to head north. Am I correct in assuming as much? Yes. Okay. Oh, man. We're we're pretty far out. We gotta head north a lot. They, they took us real far. Roll me one more perception check. Twelve. You catch a glimpse of the note that is now the tabaxi is holding. Or does Ari have it? Teeny has it. Teeny has Teeny it. Has I just it. showed okay. it back to her. You You see the note in that they're offering... Basically, fifty gold to transport this this thing. Hold up, can I see that? And then I just take it. By, by all means, fifty gold. Man, I could use that. I can assure. So you said uh, you're you're taking part in this? Not exactly. Um, I, I got that from a person who came into my shop, and he requested that I provide some of that root that we talked about. And he's part of the Alabaster Rabbit. It's a guild in town. And I guess there's a group that's getting together to do this, but they're not exactly keen adventurers. Well, <laughs> I know my way around. I that's could at least keep myself alive. Probably accurate. <laughs> I think I gotta line up for this. That'd be cool. As you're saying that, a line of text actually appears above the gold when it says, bring your friends to the entrance of the Forbidden Wood. Well, that's weird, but here we go. Is this some, sorry? Is this something only Teeny can see, or is it obvious to? Uh, currently, Kylon is the only one. Is she's holding uh, it? I don't know. I don't know if she's sharing that or not. Once the words appear, I flip it around and hold it out in front of me and say, "Whoa, magic paper! Check it out. This is where we gotta go." Anybody else on board? Because I'm, um, I'm gonna need this well, cash. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. As as Teeny's just extremely interested now because magical par- parchment is extremely hard to come by. Yeah, Ari is definitely also intrigued. Um this is something that is something that feels worth her investigation to meet a power that could create this kind of item. And so she says, "So this is an invitation then, yes, for me to come with you?" I would absolutely assume so. Yeah, man, teach their own. Maybe there's an, uh, maybe there's a bonus for signing on other people. If they ask, I signed you up. <laughs> okay. She's turning this into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> so Ari, Ari stands there and she looks back and forth at both of you. And I, I am, uh, you can see it in my eyes that I'm deciding whether or not we're friends now. And I decide we are. And my demeanor changes quite a bit. <laughs> and I say, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> Oh my gosh, wow, let's go. This is going to be so cool. We're on an adventure, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I regret my decision. <laughs> you immediately have a chirpy teenager with you.
Hey, it's your DM Bob here for some quick notes. Hope you're enjoying the story so far. We had a blast recording them for you, and thanks to our team here at I Roll Die. Uh, that includes Jake, Sarah, Susan, and of course my lovely wife Kate. Three of our characters have met and already stabbed someone. There's lots more to come, and make sure you check back with us in two weeks when our next episode drops. Yes, Jake and Udik will both be joining us for the fun soon enough. We had some minor audio issues, and I hope to get those all ironed out in the next coming episodes. If you're excited for more I Roll Die, make sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on Twitter and Instagram at I Roll Die Cast. And if you have any questions, feel free to email us at iRollDiePodcast at gmail.com. Our musical theme was produced by Ampersand, and we'll get his info up on our website ASAP. He did a great job, and we love supporting our artist friends. We hope to get all of the music from our shows up to download. Speaking of our website, it's browsehousemedia.com, B-R-O-U-S-E, housemedia.com. It's one big word. You can stay current on what's going on and what's coming up and all of our other projects, like Disney Plus Roulette. And if you're a super fan of the show already and you want to do even more, go to our website and go down to the bottom and hit that donate button. All proceeds go back to the podcast. It helps us keep the lights on and the podcast to keep coming. We love you for listening. Thanks, and until next time.